Welcome back, everybody. Life's Corner Podcast with Dave. This is being recorded January 29th, 2024. And some of you who are seasoned podcast listeners probably wonder why I'm the only one who probably tells you when this is being broadcast or when it's being recorded. Because if you're listening to this down the road and you're like, well, this didn't happen yesterday, I have to put a timestamp on it for you so you know if I'm talking about current events that this is when it happened and, you know, for prosperity. Um, so today, today we're doing, we, we, we've done a couple things. Um, we did our welcome back episode. We did staying on the sober wagon, keeping calm in the storm. You know, they're not always filled with positivity and stuff. There was some po- good stories in them, but we are going to change our role today. Slow the roll down a bit and change it. Go veer off to the right and we're going to do something positive. Today, if you haven't already read it, it's Every Little Victory Counts. And it's a perfectly good one to talk about because by now, you've probably had, you're you probably like, oh, we've had little good things happen and then we've had some bad things happen. There's always bad that comes with good, good that comes with bad, all and such and such. I'm sorry if you can hear my chair squeaking in the background. Um, but every victory does count. Every little thing matters. And that's the important thing to to talk about. So if you have a bad day, but then something amazing happens, even if it's, you think it's minute and small, that matters. Everything matters. And, um, little victories doesn't have to mean something good happening to you. It could be something good that you've done for someone else. It could be something that has good has happened around you. <laughs> but usually it's in the form of something that has interacted with your life. There's a connection. As long as it's a positive connection, that's a victory. Like, for instance, um, it's like sometimes sometimes we go and, and grab a couple little little waters or little drinks at our local 7-Eleven. Now there's two near us. Um, and when I say drinks, like sometimes I'll get, I tried those by BAI waters. Um, cause I'm not someone who's big into pop anymore. I'll have the occasional Pepsi zero or something like that. Cause I'm diabetic, but, um, then, uh, I'll, I'll drink something that's try to be no sugar, try to be less, you know, um, Oh, I was just saying it yesterday and it slipped my mind. Carbonated drinks, you know, maybe an iced tea or something here and there. But point being, sometimes we go there and then sometimes since they know us really well, sometimes they'll be like, they'll give us this massive discount and we only have to pay like, you know, $3 for two drinks that would cost us like eight. Um, Sometimes they even give us like in the summertime of like, I'll cheat once in a while and be like, I want a Slurpee. And, uh, I'll, you know, let myself have a little, a little cheat drink and then they'll just give it to me for free in my own cup. Cause you bring in refills, you get, uh, you get the refill price. That's a victory to me. You know, that's something that brightens my day. That's like, you know, I had a, a long day. I wouldn't say a bad one, but a long one. I don't have, I don't have bad days as long as much as I used to. Um, and it's not a brag. It's. I feel proud of myself because I've changed so much in the past three years alone. 
where I think that I've been able to control my surroundings or more like control my own life. You know, you have to own your own life. I know that's a cliche term, but you need to. You need to stop, check out your surroundings, take a big breath, and remember, you know, only worry about the things you can control. Don't worry about the stuff you can't control. And we all have, we all have that stuff. We all have things that we cannot control. Um, how other people feel about us. I mean, like I've said in the past episode, you can, you can try to mitigate the damage or like minimize the damage so much by being the higher person by apologizing, but you can't always control what happens after that. Like you, you stop texting or you get off the phone with them and what they do after is their choice. You can't, but that's not just people. I mean, events, events that have transpired. And of course, events happen, have to happen with people, but you can't control it all. And some people, some people I know very well, they stress too much, um, over things. And I always try to, I always try to tell them, you know, like it's, Sometimes you need that person or if it's your person, like for instance, um, sometimes my wife will stress over things that I think that, you know, she doesn't need to, but I think it's by habit. Um, is what I personally believe is I think it's because she was used to doing that stuff before. And then now that she's living with me, she does it out of habit, but then I make her realize you don't need to do that anymore. You don't need to stress so much. I mean, we're partners in this. We're not just, you know, partners for life. We're par partners in everything that we dip our hands into, uh, working around the house, all that stuff. Like, she never really has to truly do anything alone unless she's, like last night, for instance, I was gaming on the computer and she was, you know, in, hanging out in the office with me because we have in our office, we got our two computers and, you know, everything but we also have a t my dad's t big tv in the corner so she, and, and then right across from that is one of my dad's lazy boy so she'll sit on a lazy boy and watch watch one of her shows and then she gets up and i'm gonna do a project and i'm like all right cool you know but she can always rely on me to help her if she needs it and um but yeah like the, it's always good to have that support so another victory so you don't have to stress over everything and I, I, you know, it's good to have that person or people beside you, surrounding you, so that if you're stressing out, you can rely on them to, you know, I need your help. Because that is the one thing that's actually that's something that's something we need to talk about. <laughs> that is something that a lot of you out there, a lot of people out there do not do. And that's ask for help. I think we've covered this before, but I'd like to get a little more in depth. Since we're only seven minutes in anyway, so. Um, and, th and that's, that's how you can create your own little victories is by first admitting defeat. Um, in a sense, when you get to a point where you need to ask for help, whether it's for addiction, whether it's, uh, for someone to, to just, you know, listen to you. I'm not going to say money because yes, people ask people for money, but we're all in a bind sometimes. Um, not everybody always has money. We all know that. So we can't just go asking everyone for money. Um, I made that mistake once. Not asking for money, though. Well, I used to ask my parents for money when I was younger, but that's normal. Um, but asking for help. Um, 
here's the situation that went bad for me. And I know it's supposed to be a positive episode, but just bear with me when I'm asking for help. There's times you should, and there's times you shouldn't. I was in a really bad spot in 2018, 2019. Um, and, uh, with my apartment, I was in a really toxic relationship. We've heard this story before. Uh, I think I said on the first episode. But I went and asked people I thought were my friends for help. And I didn't ask for money. I didn't ask them to pay my rent or pay any of my bills. I just needed food because I was out of food. And you'd think, well, why, why wouldn't anyone help you? I don't know. I have no idea. I think it's because some of them love to see me struggle. They really, really enjoyed it. They really, some people really enjoy seeing you at the bottom, you know, at the bottom of the well, trying to scratch and claw your way up. And they just like looking down at you and laughing at you and be like, oh, I could throw this ladder down, but I don't want to. I want to watch you struggle. I'm going to see you get out of it. And then when you finally do, when you finally get out of it, even though it takes you a while, what do they do? They walk away. Some of them betray you. Some of them just say, meh, because they didn't see, they didn't want you to succeed. And then they just decide not to be your friend because you did. I know a few people like that personally anyway. And, uh, then when you get your little victories, you kind of get a little cocky and you're like, yeah, look at me now to all those people. I've done that a few times. I didn't do it online. I just more like just in person, um, Blasted that Toby Keith song, How Do You Like Me Now? <laughs> That's what makes you think about it. Because, you know, when I think of success, other people think, you know, fame, wealthy. Um, like, I'm I'm doing, we're, we're doing very well. We're doing, I'm not going to lie, we're doing better than I thought. Because I didn't, um, and I'm saying this not as, I have to explain myself kind of because I've always believed in my wife's ability to budget. I've always believed in her ability to save money. Um, she's very good with money, but me sometimes not so much. Um, I'm still trying to, you know, tame that demon in a sense because saving money is very important. Um, so, so I was like, you know, when I say I, I'm, you know, I'm living better than I ever thought I could. And I'm very surprised, not that we're still here. I'm, I'm actually not surprised that we're still here, like in this house and everything. I'm just like, I'm surprised that everything has, the universe has given us the victories we have. That's what I'm basically trying to say. Um, like when she got her promotions at work, you know, I pushed her to try, at least try. If you fail, you fail, right? You, but you can't, you, you, like I was taught growing up, you'll never know if you will succeed or fail unless you actually try and she tried and it seemed like a fail at first but then all of a sudden they called back and said no no we really do need you f for this and she was blown away I was blown away and we were like basically dancing and happy and you know that's a major victory um but it wasn't I don't claim that as a victory for me even though she would say shut up Dave it's a victory for all of us um I'd say it's a personal victory for her because of all the hard work and dedication to that place that she's put in, all the stuff she put up with, um, getting to this point. So I'll always say this. I'm very proud of you for what, for what you've accomplished. Even there was a time, here we go, there was a time where she was contemplating just quitting and doing something else. 
And at first I agreed. I was like, you know, stick it out. We'll, you know, shop around for something and uh, see what happens. Because she really wasn't going anywhere at the time anyway. It seemed like it. And all of a sudden this happened. And then boom, look at us go. Like, or look at her go. I mean, sorry. I was like, I was so proud of her. I still am every day. I drive her to work every morning in the Challenger. <laughs> yes, I have a Dodge Challenger. That's a whole, I already said that in episode, you know, dream car, had to get it. But I drive her in it every morning that she has to work there. And I'm very super proud. And it's like seeing her, you know, when she gets out of the car and she's walking towards the mall and I'm like, I'm so proud. I'm very super proud. That's a victory of, of me. My victory in this, my whole little victory in this is, is watching someone prosper and grow. Just like the children, I get to sit and watch them prosper and grow into amazing young young adults. Even though Wesley's becoming a preteen, even though he's basically hit becoming a teenager early for eleven years old, man, that kid stinks sometimes. Needs deodorant. I you have to remind him every morning too. And I'm not up every morning, sometimes, but not always, because it's different. The routine's different now. Because we don't have to make sure both kids are gone. We just have to make sure he goes on time. Um, give him a couple more years. He could probably do it himself. But you don't need both of us for that now. So so I sometimes sleep in a little bit. Me sleeping in is basically waking up at 9. When I was when I was a teenager, me sleeping in would be on a... on a, If I didn't have school that day, would be like waking up at 3 p.m. Now it's like 9 a.m. Sometimes I don't even, I'm up at 4 a.m. actually sometimes, which hasn't been lately. I've been actually, my here's another little victory. It's a good sleep schedule. Even though I thought I screwed it up because I was getting tired around 11 o'clock last night. And then I got into an old game that I haven't played in a while and got hooked on it and very hooked on it and was like, all right, pace yourself. Just play for a little while and then go to bed. And I looked up and it was like 4.30 in the morning. I'm like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> um, but yes, little victories. Everybody, you need them. Um, they're amazing to happen. And sometimes the universe throws them at you when you least expect it. You're having a really bad day. You've had a fight with your significant other. Or if you're younger, a fight with your parents or your sibling or whatever. And you just feel like uttermost garbage. It feels like the whole world is just you know, saying, you know, we're not giving you anything today. And then the universe pops in and goes, no, no, you get this. Throws you this little victory that brightens up the rest of your day. Some, I see it a lot on TikTok too. Um, people are like, yeah, I had a really bad day. And, you know, they're using a lot of swear words. I'm not going to say. And then they, um, they say, but... And then they tell you this amazing story of something that awesome that happened and they're just smiling and they're happy and it's pure happiness. It's not that it's not that, you know, that fake smile trying to break through the, the darkness. It's an actual light lit up smile, you know. So it's. And that that warms my heart every single time, and I believe all of you can do that, and that's what we're striving for here. This is this is our best friend conversation today is little victories every little victory counts and i say little a lot because people nowadays i've noticed don't take things 
uh, I was just thinking about this earlier. They spend so much time running around being busy and you'd say, well, look at the economy. It's like, well, yeah, but my little victory is stopping to enjoy life. Yeah. And I don't mean like it's, and it doesn't even involve any technology. It doesn't involve anything. It just, sometimes I'll sit there at the kitchen table. We have a big kitchen table <laughs> and I have this nerd shelf. It's got DVDs, manga on it. Uh, at the very bottom, it's got like old school video games. It's got, you know, everything. But sometimes I'll look at the box sets and just sit there and be like, man, maybe, maybe I should watch this next week. But it's just taking a time to stop your life and just think about something else. Or sometimes I'll sit down and reminisce. You know, I don't need my phone. I don't, I don't need anything. I just need to stop and just think about the old days when I was a kid or... Um, which I do, I do think about the old days quite a bit. Um, I'm a nostalgic kind of person. I mean, you'll catch me sometimes watching old TV shows on YouTube from the eighties and nineties or old commercials. And I'll be like, man, I remember where I was when I watched that one. The McDonald's commercials, for instance, they are the most iconic things from the nineties. And all you young people listening, you have no idea what you're missing what you missed out on the nineties was like the greatest decade party in the world. Vanilla ice could even attest to that. I've seen many interviews where he says the nineties was the best decade in the world. I know we're getting off topic, but you know what? Maybe this conversation that I'm having with you is your little victory today, because I think you're an amazing person. And I think whatever you went through today, when or whenever, whatever you went through, when you hear this is, I want you to forget about it. And I'm going to, we're just going to talk. This is your little victory. I'm giving you one. I want you to have this one. I want you to sit here and forget about whatever's stressing you out. Forget about whatever your problem is. And we're just going to have a chit chat conversation. And I'm going to talk about the nineties for a second here. Cause I got a lot of time. So, but like for all you young people listening, I know times are tough for you. There's a lot of things in this world that have been going on that even you you feel like you we've kind of the older generations have kind of throw through on top of you and said here you deal with it but the fact is they're still here helping you deal with it believe it or not they're still running the show a lot of them are are still in power a lot of them are still in the governments a lot of that generation is um still trying to create those building blocks for you guys to do better when it's your turn so you don't make the same mistakes they did or you can take their mistake and say you know what hmm because they'll look at you as a fresh coat of a fresh pair of eyes and say i could do that better but here's your little victory here's what we're going to talk about i want you to understand go onto youtube look up everything 90s don't don't search that though just 90s and then say commercials or tv shows i love and Especially, please, for love of God, look up and type this out exactly. 90s Saturday morning cartoons. They were the absolute best. Um, yeah, 90s was everything. It was like I said, it was one big house party, man. Everything was amazing. It, it was simple, simple times. We didn't have smartphones. We didn't have social media. The internet didn't pop around in my life anyway until like 96, 97. So we had dial up. 
So you kids are extremely lucky because dial-up was the slowest thing in this world known to man. Um, it, it was slow, but it was amazing. I'll tell you a story. I'm not sure if my, my best friend from the time, Mike, ever... I don't think he knows this podcast exists, but... Mike, if you ever hear this, you remember this. Remember this. With your dad's laptop up on the table, uh, dining room table... There was an, I was sleeping over one night. There was many nights I slept over. This is one I did after they got, they got dial up internet. So we, uh, we were sitting at the table with his dad's laptop, turn that sucker on. And there used to be this, this website called AtlanticRecords.com. I think it was Atlantic records anyway. And they had this really cool chat room and like, um, purplish dark blue background. And the letters were yellow, but there was the, First time since the movie The Net that I saw a chat room where it did automatic scrolling up for every new line that was created. So you type in, every time someone types out in there and hits enter, the and it goes on the screen, it all goes up. And it was so cool. Um, and it was simple. It was that simple. It was a chat room. It had names on the side. It didn't have any special animations. Nothing. And uh, we talked to people. There were people talking that different languages. This was my first experience of talking to people from around the world. And I, it was a blast for the short amount of time that we did that. Even though at school we, we popped on that chat room too during computer, uh, when we had computer lab classes. We always made sure to take certain spots at the one side of the room because the teacher couldn't see our screen unless he went back there. So we would be, because, you know, back then they didn't have any programs to monitor what you were doing on the network. So, so we uh, were popping on the chat room and it wasn't like a bad chat room. It was just people, but it wasn't regulated either. Uh, I don't think they bleeped out, ex you know, explicit language, but a lot of people didn't swear on that. And then speaking of chat rooms, for all you out there, if anyone remembers chathouse.com, I'm a, I'm a survivor from that. I was in the attic. Serial killer was my name, if you remember. It was an RP room, basically, in a sense. And my character was this knight from the future that had semi, semi, he did die a couple times, but he still kept getting resurrected by, I don't remember names anymore, but it was a, a girl that always loved hanging out with me and she was always like a healer always brought me back to life but i had semi invulnerable armor you had to be um you basically had to be good with technology to know where the weak spot was that would get rid of that invulnerability but it wasn't perfect so i wasn't like godlike and i didn't have like superpowers and all that stuff i had a sword and it was pretty dope though we had a lot of fun. I was I did that a lot in high school. So, because there was times where I would have to when I was in high school to go into a different school that wasn't in my hometown. Um, the librarian lived in my hometown of that school. Uh, and she would have I'd have to drive back and forth with her like in the morning and the after school. So while I'm waiting for her to leave, because sometimes it took a while, I'd be on, on chat house chatting away with everybody and you know RPing and stuff like that. So. But it was fun. More little victories, you know, going back down memory lane. But yeah, you guys missed out. You young people. 
you know, you'd be like, yeah, well, we have this, we have that, we have technology, we've got AI. And it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with all that stuff too. Even though here's something we're going to talk about, uh, short for a little bit is I think down the road, um, since technology is part of life and this, this whole thing covers life, this whole podcast is about everything. Um, we're going to talk about AI in a future episode maybe next one i'm not sure we'll think i'll think about it right now i'm looking at the episode list and episode five which is the next one has nothing in there because we can't just talk about what's going wrong in all our lives and how we can fix it we need to you know step back take a break and change it up a little bit and start talking about positive things that are already happening in our lives <laughs> But yeah, AI, it's, uh, I think I'm going to talk about it next week. We still have to do one about finances in the future. I was talking to my wife about it and I was like, you know what? We should, I should bring you on and we'll have an interview. We'll talk about finances and, and what you can and can't do. And, or she'll, she has really good life hacks for everything. So every episode in the description, I always give up my email address. You can reach us here. So if you like her interview down the down the road when you listen to it, and this offer stands as long as that episode is still out there in the world, you want to you want to ask questions even to Crystal. How do you do this? How do you do that? We will take all those questions and we will pop them into a uh, you know like a big Q and A for her one time and be like this person asked and she will give you her best explanation. She's also a, a really, she's a sweetheart. Um, I love when she talks. She's got an amazing voice. You'll love her too. Everyone falls in love with her when they, when they meet her because she's so good at everything. Like she has regulars at her job, what she does. And uh, people just love coming back. And then there was some people that were like, oh, I remember you from that other location. And then now they hang out there so they, they they come through and buy her current one because they just love her and i said i told you it's your customer service mode is what gets them <laughs> she's so good at her job she makes you feel like family so yes i'm bragging about you <laughs> oh, 26 minutes we'll have to wrap her up soon yeah but you know we've had this conversation uh, I know I branched off talking about a few different things, but that's because I was using that as a means to get your mind off of whatever was bothering you or whatever could be bothering you. Um, it's not just about what is happening, but it's, it, sometimes there's a situation that happens where you go, this might go bad in the next few days. And like, say, if you have a conversation with your boss at work and you know, they make, they always do that thing where they try to make you think it's a decent conversation. Nothing's going to happen, but you know, in the back of your head that it's your instincts kick in and you're like, no, nah, no, nah, something's going to happen from this. But right now you could be in that position going, I wonder what's going to happen tomorrow at work. When I walk in, I've had that a few times in my life too, where I've had a conversation with, with a owner of a restaurant and it seemed like a great conversation and it comes back and then we're like, well, we need to talk. And it's not about like getting fired or anything. It was more like, uh, I have some concerns about you, you know, type deal. So, but this podcast was built for you to 
this podcast was built on the ideas that I can try and contribute something. Um, I'm not, like I said, and I say it every episode if I have to, I'm not a professional. I didn't go to high school. Well, I didn't go to high school. I'm in say I almost said Harvard and I stopped myself and high school came out. Yeah, I did go to high school. Um, I didn't go to university or college or anything like that. I don't have no PhD in helping people through podcasting or something like that. I'm just taking my life's experiences because me, I've, I've probably went down some paths. Some of you haven't. And I've, and then I've probably went down some paths. Some of you have, we all live differently, all of us, but the things that happen to us at the same time, well, that always happen to all of us as because we're human is what I mean is we all go through crap. We all get stressed out. We all have highs and we all have lows. We all experience that. But what happens to us is usually different, except like, say, for instance, I've had friends that have betrayed me. I've lost some good friends in my life. And I've thankfully lost some bad ones in my life. And I know you have, too. So there's something we have on common ground. And we're also human, as far as I know. Um, we all breathe the same air. And, you know, my mom was like, we all have two feet in a heartbeat. Excuse me. Um, so we do have a lot of common ground. It's just maybe you haven't experienced most of the things I have. And I'm trying to give you the tools to not go down that road. <laughs> or if you have gone down that road, I'm trying to, you know, meet you halfway with the old school lantern and say, I have the light. I know the path. Follow me. I'm not trying to be a leader either. I'm just trying to be your friend and say, you know what? I might have the answer for you. Here's my advice. Take it or leave it. It's up to you what you do with it. I'm just trying to provide the tools or a tool that you could use to help you get through something. But at the same time, on the positive side of things, I just want you to be happy. As your friend, as your bestest friend ever, I need you to be happy. I, your happiness is honestly important to me. And I don't even know who you are. I don't know what your story is. I'd like to know. And I'm not lying when I say that. That's why I keep encouraging the email address that's always in the description because I would love to sit here and know all of your stories. Even if you had the greatest childhood in the world, you grew up wealthy, um, and you just write to me and say, you know what, I've never experienced the things that you've talked about. And I would be like, God bless you then. Seriously, that's amazing. But to everyone out there who started perfect, in a sense, quote-unquote perfect, which is no such thing as perfection, but it's pretty darn close, you will eventually start. It just means it's going to catch up to you. Everything, karma, all that stuff. You put bad in the world, bad comes back to you. Um, you put good in the world, mostly good comes back, but some bad does tend to attach itself. Um, like I was saying before about living, how my life is different now than it was before. And I'm not trying to brag. I'm just trying to give you guys an insight is, you know, if I would have told myself 10 years ago that I'd be living in a nice house, well, this is a character home. It's so it's, uh, it's over a hundred years old, but it's, to me, this is a nice house. This is one of the nicest houses I've ever lived in apart from my parents' house. Um, 
So for me, this is what I consider a very nice house. Hardwood floors, um, like wood staircase, everything. Like it's amazing. It's beautiful. I love the fact that I get to wake up in this house every morning. Um, there's some nights where I'm even, there's, there's some nights where I'm even up at 3 a.m. I'm not gaming. I'll sit in the living room and I'll just look around and I'll stop and say, take it all in. It's just the worst big breath ever. <laughs> just a big inhale, take it all in and exhale and say, shake my head and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm loving this. Um, I've had my ups and downs since we've moved into this house. Crystal knows better than anybody, but at the same time today, January 29th, 2024, I almost said 2023 the first time around. I'm used to saying that is that I'm, I'm super happy where I am, who I'm with. Like, you know, we haven't even got, we've been engaged for over, over a year now. And, uh, I'm just like, we've been together for four years. We've been engaged for over a year and I'm like, I'm very, I'm happy with where my life is. I'm February 14th, Valentine's day. I'll be sober for three years, man. In April, I was, would have been quit smoking for two years. Um, like when you put the work in to want to change things, And you get that motive. Once you get that big motivation, just go with it. Ride that motivation. Keep it going. Remind yourself. I have things on my phone that remind me. Um, I have a picture of me. Of, of Every Christmas, we take a picture, the family, like me and wife and kids, in front of the tree. I keep that picture every day on my phone. I have Android, so it's one of the widgets. And I look at it a lot, and I go, I am very blessed. I am very blessed. And this is coming from someone. This will be a story another day. Coming from someone who wasn't even wanted in this world. And that's a fact. My mom was alive. She'd tell you that. The woman, that woman wasn't my birth mother. But the woman who gave birth to me didn't want me here. I was a complete accident anyway. I was an abomination in her eyes. Didn't want me here. Tried killing me off uh while she was pregnant you know that type of thing, like self-abortion whatever you want to call it but you know i don't feel like there was times in my life where i felt like i was just a waste of space and i didn't deserve this life and now i have looked at it saying i've been blessed um i am a christian yes and there was a time where i was losing my faith in 2018 i i was losing my faith and i felt like everything just didn't want to work for me so I did the one thing that we all do, some of us do actually, sorry, we all do, we all don't do this, but some of us do, is we, we go back to what we know, which for me was, I'm going to go try and get my faith back. And I walked into this church, a broken, broken man. I attended it a few times, made some decent friends at the time. We don't talk anymore now, but... um. And I walked out a happy, complete man, kind of. And then I jumped into a relationship that almost tore me apart. But at the time, though, is what I'm saying is I was in a great spot. And my problem is I didn't, I didn't know how to keep riding that momentum because my brain was stuck on being stressed over everything still. Um, 
But if you told me back then that where I'd be now, I'd laugh at you and say, you're lying. I wouldn't believe you. And then I'd probably just go back to my drinking because back then it was still bad. But now, no, I believe you. I would believe you 110% and that's why I'm proud of it. And if it seems like I'm boasting and bragging about it, sometimes I have to because I always, this, I'm in this position I've always wanted, but I didn't think I could achieve it. This is the top of my mountain. Is this house, these beautiful children, beautiful wife, even though we're not married yet, but I still call it that anyway. <laughs> um, and, you know, sometimes these guys annoy me and that's normal. That's normal. If you're in a relationship, a long-term relationship, sometimes you do get annoyed. Um, but I always remember, I look at my phone, I see how blessed I am and I go, I'd rather them annoy me than, than nobody. Or I'd rather them annoy me than somebody else. Because I've already done that everybody else thing. I've done that running around trying to find true love when it was always right here. So I'm doing good. I'm doing better than good. I'm happy. And see, what I'm saying right now is what I want to hear you say. You need, I, I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping down the road after all these, however many episodes it takes, I'm hoping somebody will write to me and saying, you know what? I've listened to you. You, you, you've helped me through a few things, but I'm happy. I'm good. I'm hoping to get that at least once, even if it's just once, I'm hoping to get that at least once. Cause that's what this podcast is about. It's all of us helping each other. But right now I don't know what you all need help with. So I'm just talking to you, hoping that what I say can give you some kind of light in the darkness. I spent too much time in the darkness and I don't want anyone else to be in there anymore. If I had billions of dollars and I could take all that darkness away by bringing back cool things like arcades and all that stuff and, and better shopping malls that aren't dying, you know, bring or bringing back something for each individual person. What I look at them and say, what makes you happy? Oh, a puppy. Well then here you go. Have 10 like, <laughs> Or if they said, well, you know, I, I had this childhood home. It's gone now. I'm like, well, send me a picture. Billions of dollars. Boom. Let's remake it in any way you want to do it. You know, like little things like that. Like me, I would love to have my old house back. Uh, not the one that we just had. We had two houses back home. The first one. It's still standing today, but it's not in the greatest of shape. Um, but I would be like, I would do, I would, if I was a millionaire, I would give that man who owned it, who's owned it recently. It's like, I'd, I would spend like two, $3 million on that home just to make sure it's mine. And then I would spend extra more money just to put it back the way I remember it and leave it that way for all eternity, man. I would just, even after I'm gone, put a plaque on the wall. It's kidding. <laughs> The Dave house. Yeah. But yeah, look, look, look for your little victory. Sometimes they, sh they don't show up. They're not right in your face about it. You have to sometimes pay attention to see where they are. But even if it's something where somebody says something amazing to you and gives you a compliment, that's a victory too. take it, take it into your heart. Enjoy it. Let it grow positive in your heart and fester positivity and grow in there and then 
you'll be surprised. You will be surprised. Because like I said, I never thought I'd be here. I never thought I'd be this sober, this clean, um, loving life. Living is what I'm doing. I'm living. I'm finally living. 42 years old. I spent my whole life hiding from life and trying to, well, yeah, hiding from life. You know, a lot of people drink because they just want to, they think drinking will cover up the problem because then when you're drunk, you don't see anything except what you want to see. So I was hiding at the bottom of a bottle. Not anymore, baby. I am out here living my best life. I know it could be better. And I'm aiming to make it that way. I've done something. Here we go. Here's an example. We're at 40 minute mark. Whatever. Here's an example. And it's the last example I get. But I'm going to give you before we go. Investments. So I using the Wealth Simple app. I think that's a Canadian only one, but Wealth Simple. And I went on there. I had some money in my bank and said, I'm going to create the first stone of this castle I want to build. I say castle because people say empire. And it's like, you know, empires to me are really big, you know, like Death Star type big. So I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to make the first stone of this castle. That's my empire, this little castle, the first stone. And I was the, the investments I've made now. And so far, and I'm saying as of today, so far, they're doing very well, by the way, too, which is amazing. Because like what stocks do is obviously go up and down. But I, I took the first step and said, you know what? I'm investing this money that I could have spent on Amazon or video games or all that stuff. I'm investing in me. I'm investing in my future. Because that's the best thing about stocks is they don't have a time limit. The only time a stock, and I'm not an expert at stocks, but the only time a stock ever dies is if the, com if the company goes away. <laughs> Everyone knows that. So Google, say you're, so I'll use Google as an example. Say they have, I don't even know what their stock is today, but say they had a good stock, say $50 a share. And uh, you buy $1,000 worth of that share, like a worth of that stock, $1,000 worth of shares. And they're climbing and they're climbing and all of a sudden you're up to say $65,000, right? And you didn't cash out because you're like, oh, they'll last forever. I don't know how it works. I don't exactly know how it works. If a, if a business goes under, do they give you your money back on your shares or not? But let's say they don't. Okay. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a, I'm not a stockbroker, but let's say they don't. Um, actually, you know what? I have a computer in front of me. Let us ask live on the podcast. Here I am trying to get a, you can hear my mouth clickering. All right. So, um, what happens to your, okay. What happens to your shares when a company is delisted? If an investor owns a stock, but that stock gets delisted, they still own the stock, but its value is likely to decline significantly. Um, so basically, yeah. So then, yeah, you still lose. Like if you don't pay attention. So if you get up to a height and, but usually they tell you that it's going to go under ahead of time, especially if they have a valuable stock, but, but a lot of these companies for now, 
are long-term. Hopefully, anyway. But I'm in the now. I'm not worried about the future. But I'm saying I've done... But I'm telling you the point is I've done something out of my comfort zone. The only time I really knew much about stocks in the stock market was in grade 7. But we did it the old school way. We didn't have no iPad. We didn't have no nothing. We had the newspaper. And in the newspaper, they always had a stock section. Well, they would tell you today's stocks. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. I had a little bit of phlegm. Um, so they would tell you, and I can't remember exactly, but they tell you, you know, what the stocks were at at that time. So unless you're watching like a stock television or you're at the stock marketplace or whatever, like you didn't know exactly what was happening hour by hour, but you were, you know what the stocks were like when they opened, if they were high or not or low. But now with technology, we can monitor it and watch. You can watch your stock literally climb or decline. Um, and mine went up to a height over the weekend, which was hour after hours trading. But mine went up to a pretty good amount uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning. And I was like, wow. And then I also have some a little tiny bit of money put into crypto, which I was just doing it to see. I'm not going to be like some people on the internet. I'm not going <laughs> to waste all my money on that stuff. No. I'm not going to put hundreds of thousands of dollars into into crypto. I don't believe in it that much. I just wanted a few and be like, what's... Because for me, it's like if you want to know how to use something, you might as well do what you can to use it. So I put a little bit of money into some crypto coins and was like, through Wealthsimple, because they do crypto too, and ETFs. Um, and was like, yeah, I want to see how this works. From my point of view, that way I'm not going to put too much in and put too much value in there and then watch it just go to because I know how volatile crypto is and it's I've seen it go up super high and I've seen it crash really hard. I'm surprised Bitcoin even recovered, but yeah, we're not even going to go there, <laughs> but I have both the shares that I have in though. I'm very proud and then I'm very proud that I've done that and then on the top of that it's like down the road i'm gonna be putting more money into either the same stocks that i have or some other ones because i have like i've i have two phones i've got a business phone which is my iphone and i have my regular phone which is you know uh an s23 ultra um and on the iphone i have a stock trading app but it's just with play money so you can kind of just like mess around with it and be like, but it uses real time data from the stock market. So you're pretending to play the real stocks. So in there, I think I've got like 10 million, um, but it's climbing now. And then I put, but then you put some money into dividends, which are stocks that pay you back every quarter or every year. Some of them are even monthly. Um, and in the pretend stocks, this month alone, I made, or it, I'd be, no, sorry, not this month alone. Sorry. It tells you on the thing that how much you make monthly. So in my pretend stocks, I make $65,000 a month. And uh, they tell you this, the dividend schedule. So I think on the 11th, yeah, on the 11th of February, I make over $20,000. $20, but... Like I said, that's play money. You don't make anything in real life. Like you're not, it's not going to come to your bank account. Um, but, but I've already started buying shares 
the, in real life of some of the same stocks I have in that fake one. Because the fake one I'm using as a template to see if I spend how much money, oh crap, how much money I have to spend. Picture fell over. How much money I have to spend in order to, and to see how much money I get back. So, like, right now, I think it's like I'd make, like, a buck something a year, but <laughs> I don't... It, but that's just reaping the benefits of some of these dividends if you spend more than $10,000. But at the same time, even if you didn't and you have a couple hundred bucks in there, you can still watch it grow because overall, the share value still goes up. So, I'm still learning, but I'm enjoying every second of this. Um... I'm getting more into Python programming. See, I'm, I'm doing stuff out of my normal comfort zone because I'm used to just being trapped in the darkness, right? But now I'm just like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. Like, I'm so happy. I want to do things. But I'm also putting my kids in my mind too because I'm like, well, they can benefit from my my stock exchange, uh, my, my investments, I mean, because, you know, I don't plan on getting rid of them anytime soon. I plan on building more of a portfolio that they can benefit from. So... And then, you know, sometimes play the lottery, but don't know. You live in Saskatchewan, you don't always win. <laughs> Trust me. Like, here's the story. We recently, a while back, had one of ours went up to, and I know it's nothing like the States. You guys go pretty hardcore in your Powerball. I'm very jealous, but out here, the highest I've seen it so far, it went up to 70 million. And, uh, who won that whole 70 million? Someone in the province next to us in Alberta. And we were like, crap. The chances of you and Saskatchewan has one of the, from what I've seen is one of the lowest percentages of winners. So you basically buy a lottery ticket out here. You have no chance, <laughs> no chance. Uh, might we won some free plays. I think once we won $12 in total, because we bought like 10 tickets and I think like it all the little you win $2 back or you win $4 back and we won like 12 bucks or something. So the only thing I've won major was probably scratch tickets one year. My mom bought me a pack of them for Christmas because they can't cause they have those packs, those bags full of them. And uh, yeah, I scratched it. This is the first time I did it, too. And I won like 500 bucks or something like that. I think it was three to $500 was still, she goes, well, there you go. And I don't need to buy you a Christmas present. <laughs> I'm like, but you did. You bought me these scratch tickets. <laughs> anyway, where are we at now? Almost an hour. All right. Well, remember these episodes are supposed to be going up every Wednesday. Last episode, I had some, and it's not an excuse. But this is what happens in my life is sometimes I get sidetracked and it's easy for me to get sidetracked because we have lots going on in this house all the time. Um, only recently, it's just been kind of down. We've had downtime. Uh, 14-year-old daughter was in doing final exams, um, meaning she had some days off from school. So she wasn't in her hectic schedule. But now I think they're back for their semester. Or no, are they still doing? I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, now we're going back to the hecticness of everything. And it's like fun. But yeah, every Wednesday. So this episode obviously got put up on a Wednesday. Um, let's hope. 
and then yeah we'll be back so next week i like i said i think i think i'm just gonna talk about the ai thing next week um my thoughts on it my because some people hate it some people don't believe in it i think it's the coolest thing ever and that's because i'm a terminator 2 fan yeah you heard me um skynet no ai can never get that like that i don't think it could ever be sentient i think it can mimic sentience but i don't think it can actually be self-aware not in this day of not not our current technology can't support that we don't have the means to make that happen is basically what i'm saying so we're safe so a lot of them and i've heard this before Someone like all they do is regurgitate information, blah, blah, blah. Some do because that's the information they were trained on. And that's what those people who don't understand it, you know, that's what they don't understand is an LLM, which what they call in the AI world is a large language model. I've, this is my understanding anyway, because I have actually built a couple, um, in Python is, and you, I can't even chat with mine. Because it doesn't work that way. You don't just build it and be like, oh, hey, how are you? You have to train it first. See, I have one that's training on nothing but learning Python code. And how to do it, how to understand it. And if you have problems, it will help you out easy peasy. And they'll be like, well, there's already some doing that. But this will be one that is only dedicated to Python. You ask it about how many, what the population of Calgary is, it won't tell you. It will say I'm. It will say something like I'm sorry. I don't know that. I'm only trained on Python. I want it to know everything from the history of Python, from the very first line of code that was made to all the different revisions that has ever happened up to now and in the future. So when Python code evolves, it will evolve with it. So I built um a means for it to gather information so every time i get that information into us into another file that file gets read by the main python script well as it's training and then it goes then it gets when the information gets updated it goes oh there's some new information, but if it comes over across the information it already learned from a previous training session, it goes, no, I know that already. Skip it. So I don't have a name for it. I don't even know if I'm ever going to release it or anything like that. But for now, I'm just training it and training it. And all I'm doing right now is learning is, is cons consistently learning on my end on how to be a better pro programmer for Python. And I'm right now still in the whole, I want it to train more efficiently. So I'm learning new techniques on how to be like, okay, it was slower this way around, but maybe we can tweak it a little bit. It will be faster. And there are values you can change that will determine that. But every time I change them to what I thought would be better, it made it worse. So, But right now it's at a spot where it's not too slow and not too fast. It's perfect. And then down the road, when I feel that it's once it starts telling me that its training accuracy is pretty much almost a hundred percent, like even if it's at ninety nine consistently, then I will run it through. Um, oh, what do they call those again? I will create the ability for me to talk to it. So it should be fine. But. We got 55 minutes here.
we've had a long conversation. I feel like I feel like we've we've just sat at the table together, just had this nice long chat. I love it. I love it. Makes me feel great. I hope you're all feeling great. Now, my homework for you until next episode is to find your little victories or create your little victories. Go do s- I just thought of it. I just thought of it. I thought of your perfect tool. If you want to do something that you can control, that you created, these three words, and not just because of a movie, but it's true because this came from the 90s and the first 10 years of the 2000s maybe, but these three words, I want this is my homework for you, is to go out there and pay it forward. Do something nice for someone else. Like, for instance, sometimes, not all the time, because we don't always carry money on us, but sometimes if we have money on us, well, there's usually some old guy or, or someone out front of the... And then some of these guys are completely harmless. They just need a cup of coffee. Um, but giving them that couple extra bucks to get that cup of coffee, especially since we're in winter, that's paying it forward. And then I would tell them, I will give you this money for you to go in there and have a cup of coffee or something to eat. But I'd like you to pay it forward. Do something nice for someone else. It could be holding open a door for them to get into the 7-Eleven. Or you can go and, you know, maybe you can grab a couple extra more bucks and go help another fellow person who's having a hard time struggling. Like getting food or water. So yeah, that's your that's your homework for the next week. It's pay it forward. Go out there and do good because it will make you feel good. That's your little victory. That's something you've created. But when you but here's the other part of the homework. That was that was part A. Here's part B. And then I'm done. I promise. I swear. Part B of that homework though is that when you find when you see those little victories that are happening to your life, please stop and smile. Enjoy them. Enjoy it as much as you can. Even if it's so tiny and minuscule in your brain thinks that it's so small of a victory like that. Okay. Because some people are like, well, that's not a victory. That's just something little that happened. It doesn't have to be big to be the best. Remember, it's quality, not quantity. Every little one counts. Sometimes the little, the little victories are better than the big ones. Trust me. They usually have an impact on your life longer. But enjoy it. That's, my, that's part B of the homework. Enjoy it. Please, for me, enjoy it. If I have one today, just because I was talking to you about this, I'm going to enjoy it so much just for you so my next little victory i'm dedicating to you whoever you are listening to this right now even if there's only six people listening to this all you six people who have got this far into this podcast i'm going to enjoy the next little victory just for you i don't need to know your name i don't need to see your face i know that you're out there i know you listen to this i'm going to enjoy it just for for you. I'm going to do my homework while you're doing your homework. Because I didn't just say, I, I mean, I said it was your homework, but I'm also going to do it too. I'm participating. I'm not just going to make you do all that stuff by yourself. What kind of teacher would I be? <laughs> yeah, I'm from the 80s, but you know, teachers back then, martial arts would be like, the master will sit there and watch the student go through it. Not me, man. I will train bel- beside, belide you. Blah, blah, blah. I will train beside you because I need to stay better. 
you can't, you can't, you can't, you don't just get the title of master and that's how you get to keep it by standing there watching a student kick a tree, you know, you kick the tree with them. Anyway, we're all going to go do our homework. You're going to have a great week. I hope to God that you will have the best week that you possibly can at this point of your life. And I will see you on the next episode. So God bless you all, love you all, and have a great Monday, because that's what day I recorded this on. Have a great Monday, 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 Monday. And if you're at work, hope you're having a great day at work. Work hard, make that money. <laughs> Talk to y'all later. <laughs>